0: Good evening and welcome to the Hibs Observer post match debrief. Here with myself, Liam Bryce, uh, alongside Patrick McPartland, as always, after well, a much needed 1 uh, 0 win for Hibs uh, over Carmarnock here at Eastern Road. It uh, sends the team into the international break on a positive note. Um, and you feel that was kind of really important after the sort of frustration of the last few weeks. Patrick, what was your take on the 90 minutes? It wasn't a classic, was it? But
1: it was kind of no. It, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't um there wasn't a lot to a lot to like about the performance as a whole, but it was it was effective. It was, as you say, it was necessary. Um, and it was it was needed for a number of reasons. I think partly for the players' confidence, um, just you know, the a couple of results after after Aberdeen, at Hamden last weekend, and then midweek losing so uh losing that, that late goal um when they were in a, a good position. I think it was important to kind of exercise those ghosts, and obviously you've um you know you, you can look at it from the point of view it's a it's a second a second league win for uh, for nick montgomery as well and you know now they have the international break to get some of those players back who have been kind of nursing through this period and um yeah just sort of like rest relax and you know for the ones that aren't on international duty work on um you know just improving the things that need improved because there were some shaky moments today there was some um some uh some quite hairy moments um i think there were no fewer than four fresh air swipes during the second half alone which i think tells you just how the game was going in terms of uh you know panic levels but i mean it's a results business at the end of the day and you know it's got the three points it was you know it's, it's as simple as that they, they needed they needed the win they got it yeah you know end of <laughs> we can probably actually leave
0: it there but we'll not we'll crack on uh I I thought I totally agree. I think it was that today was very much a kind of win by any means necessary yeah. um, type of affair. I think you know, it's it's been a strange few weeks in terms of I think I, I agree with Nick Montgomery in terms of, you know, what he was saying, you know, pre match that, you know, they haven't maybe always got what they deserved over the past few weeks. Um and he did speak after St Marin about maybe a sort need to learn how to win ugly. Um it wasn't it wasn't particularly pretty. Um Today, but I think just I think psychologically it could be important. It's just a lot has been made and there's been a lot of discussion about you know kind of have an ability to see games out from you know either a winning position or a in terms of the semi final position of strength you know on top in the game and uh, having a man extra on the pitch so just to kind of have a day where they clinging on to a, not clinging maybe but holding on to a, uh, a narrow lead and just getting that over the line it can do wonders i think for your um, for your belief because i think you could you could almost see at times over the past few weeks you know there was almost there was a kind of jitteriness mm-hmm. about um the team when we get into these latter stages they were maybe kind of losing their shape a wee bit at times people just making bad decisions and that kind of points to maybe something that was becoming a bit of a psychological problem uh, I mean, I'm not going to pretend it was completely plain sailing to get it over the line. No. <laughs> you mentioned those uh, uh, multiple swipes at fresh air, um, and it, it was just there was a wee bit of anxiety about it. I thought as we got into the closing stages, and obviously, Kilmarnock were you know, nothing to lose at that point. They, they were going to you know, kind of start throwing um, more at it. Um, I think you could maybe feel that anxiety a wee bit around Easter Road as well. There was uh, it kind of was a wee bit tense and a bit touchy Mm-hmm. Uh, around the place, and I suppose that's only natural considering what's happened in, in games of late. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can underestimate the importance of just getting that kind of you know at least psychological boost, and it takes a team and the international break uh, on a positive note. In terms of you know individuals, I think it's been, <laughs> it's been a really good week for George Campbell. And...
1: Yeah, um, I think mean, this is a, a player who we haven't really seen much of under Net Montgomery. We've seen fleeting substitute appearances, um, and I think the kind of understanding was that the way the way that Montgomery likes to play with that um, 4-4-2, it's not 4-2-4, not 4-4-2, um, but the, the way he likes to play in that 4-4-2, there, there isn't really room for uh, for uh a player who, I mean Josh Josh Campbell's obviously used to playing in the midfield three, I don't know if I'd necessarily call him an out and out central midfielder, just on the basis that he's, he's such a versatile player that he I mean, I think last season we saw him playing at right-back, we saw him playing left wing-back, we saw him playing defensive midfield, central midfield, attacking midfield. And, you know, the last couple of games he's he's effectively played as a, a kind of second striker. Um, you know, M- Montgomery's staying true to his 4-4-2 to his if, uh, you know, to, to a fault if you like. to, You know, he's, he's, Montgomery's had it hard, he's lost Adam Lafondre, he hasn't had Christian Doidge available, he's been having a nurse. Martin Boyle through um, a bit of a troublesome knee injury over the, the last sort of, seven days or so. So he's he's not had an awful lot to work with. And I think I think Campbell deserves deserves a lot of credit for stepping up. Um not just on Wednesday night, you know, he gets a start, scores within 12 minutes. But then today, I mean, he he's just like a bundle of energy. And I think that suits that suits Montgomery's style of play really well. Um it also I think we said this on Wednesday night thursday morning when we did the last video that takes a lot of the pressure off dylan vente and i just thought today it worked really well in terms of I mean, we talked about the fluid from four and montgomery's line montgomery's lines up lines up lineups but you know today it was it was even more evident with sort of vente and campbell going wide Boyle and tavares coming central and i mean there's all sorts of um statistical and tactical pieces we can do on, on this, this sort of slight change in shape today but I thought Josh Campbell was at the center of a lot of what was good about Hibs today. Um and you know, in the nicest way possible, there wasn't an awful lot. Um you know, they had their chances, they, you know, had opportunities. But I mean it was you know, ball getting stuck under players' feet or, you know, passes being overhead. It was it was a little bit nervy. I think you could sense you could sense that kind of energy coming from the stands, especially um, you know, late on when Kamarna were chucking everything in the kitchen sink at Hibs and you know, David Marshall had a really good save at his near post, and there was sort of bodies being thrown in the way of uh, crosses and shots. And I, I do think that Hibs needed a win like this. If they'd won five 0 it would have been, you know, obviously great. They'd won five 0 but I think the manner of of such a victory uh, against a team who they've already played under Nick Montgomery, who came back from two goals down to draw two two, I think I think that was that was really really important in terms of the the psychological boost that the players will get from that, and also just. The feeling that you know hips are still a work in progress there has been you know there's a lot of good things about this team there's certainly been improvements since montgomery came in but you know it's there's still a long way to go um but yeah i think campbell certainly is at the center of a lot that was good on wednesday night and again today um and obviously gives montgomery a nice dilemma once the international breaks over um of you know who plays in that front four yeah. um because i think i think josh campbell is probably um Probably put himself in the reckoning for, you know, if not, if not starting mm-hmm. uh, in that position, certainly coming on Should and being able be to involved, change yeah. the game.
0: Yeah, and he spoke after the the game against him in, in midweek, and there was actually there was a kind of outright acknowledgement from him really that you know he possibly doesn't naturally fit into mm. a lot of the kind of the positions. Um, that are available within that four four two and he talked a bit about, you know, <laughs> having to find ways, you know, to offer something different um that perhaps nobody else can bring to the table. And I suppose, you know, there's there's no better way than of doing that than scoring in consecutive games because he does have that in his game, doesn't he? He gets forward well. Um he certainly does, you know, he telling he knows where to go as maybe wasn't as clean a finish today um as he had against Myron, but again he was turn. there. Exactly. They all count, um, and it was a just. It was a kind of game of few big moments. I felt, um, and it was always going to be so important that when your moment comes along, you need to take your chance. And um, he's, he seems, you know, quite reliable in that sense. Campbell, um, you know, opportunities come up and he's tucked it away nicely. I think it was, you know, just come back to the game itself. it's just kind of, it's weird, almost like you know. I think Hibbs have played better here under Montgomery and not won. Um, yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah, they've <laughs> been better here uh, and, and maybe not picked up uh, the three points. I certainly think perhaps, it's, 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 I think back to the, the goal was strong with Dundee. I would certainly say they created more chances that day than they did here. Um, yeah. But and just, I think I think you kind of maybe need to credit up to an extent as well. I think they, they came with quite a solid, um, with a solid game plan. Um, and I felt there was a bit of an impasse at points because you know Hibs do this uh, where they'll start the ball uh, giving the goal kicks, giving it to David Marshall um, and then they'll almost wait Mm -hmm. um, and try and draw teams onto them whereas (laughs) what Kilmarnock were trying to do was sort of set traps almost that when Hibs played the ball into a certain area then they would go and press and it Mm -hmm. it did create a bit of an impasse at times where there was a lot of kind of (laughs) um, kinda of lulls in the game. Um and I think but certainly for large parts of the first half, the landlord did it very well that when the ball did go into certain areas,
1: um, they were right on top of people and it was always kinda of man marking at times. Yeah well I um, mean Derek kinda of said that said that yeah. after the game that you know they'd they'd come come to East Road with a very specific game plan. And you know, apart from apart from losing the goal, which he as as we've said, was essentially one, one big important moment that the Hibs took uh took advantage of that you know they were they were essentially getting a lot of joy from what they were doing um i mean he's, he's actually spoken before about um not kind of turning the fans against the, the team but sort of feeding off that, that nervous energy in the stands that if if they can force uh, or if his teams can force the you know heads into errors into um you know passes not reaching their destination launching the ball out of play that sort of thing then i think they, they think they can get a lot of joy from that because you know that nervous energy in the in the stands then sort of passes on to the players mm-hmm. the more likely to make mistakes the more likely to um, you know take the safe option instead of instead of taking risks and you know i think what you've got in the sibs team is you know players like martin boyle and you know we should we should discuss his impact yeah um, which we will do shortly but players like martin boyle who can seize on moments like that who can you know get a little bit of space you know make a little turn just pick out pick out a player um unselfishly to you know to, to get that goal just that one opening and you know there were other there were other options i mean there was the first half you know Boyle i think had a, a bit of a penalty claim there was obviously the offside goal early on which um unlike the semi-final was i think quite a, a clear a clear and obvious yeah. uh clear and obvious case of offside um but yeah, I mean, well, I think we should maybe talk about Martin Boyle. He wasn't played in midweek, um, and I think a lot of people were questioning why he wasn't at least brought off the bench. Um, and I think today we, we probably saw why uh, Hibs were maybe not happy, but at least sort of satisfied to to rest him on Wednesday because of the impact he, he had today, not, not just in, in setting up the goal, but he was a sort of constant threat throughout and, you know, Derek McInnes, I think, devoted a, a good chunk of his post-match, uh, post-match remarks to, to how, how big a player Boyle is. and remarks, I
0: would say.
1: Yes. Yeah. No <laughs> um, but, you know, he obviously he's, he's benefited from having a week off uh, playing. Medical advice from, uh, you know, the sort of physios at Hibs was maybe not to play him on Wednesday night if they if could avoid it, which they didn't. Montgomery said before about, you know, not risking players if they're not 100%. And you know, I think you can argue that he might make the difference of Wednesday night if he come on, but at the same time, he could have suffered an injury and yeah. he might not have been available for today. And when you look at how important it was today, suddenly that decision in midweek looks looks like quite a quite a shrewd one.
0: Yeah, I mean, cause it was a tricky decision because it's you know, I think Hibs were already already looking light on options in mm. the forward areas. Obviously, Adam LaFonda not involved again today. Now it was Christian Doidge, so it's kind of. There was a, was a judgment call, really, um, with Boyle in midweek. And if they weren't, I think, I think Montgomery sort of said it explicitly after the game, like he's not a player um, that we can afford to take risks with. Um, because, ain't you right, he could, end up, he could have played on Wednesday, could end up losing him for a, a longer period of time. Um, he's had a, a rare breather, because he doesn't really seem to get one much, because if he's not playing for him, he's off uh, trekking the globe with oh, Australia. Uh, so he doesn't get much chance just to um you know kind of recharges batteries almost mm. it's it's almost constant for a um a player like boy um but you know he's I think he's coming back in today and I think you could see from the off that he looked quite energized. He looked as if he, he really did fancy it was yeah, obviously he's very right. sharp. Um the the one he got disallowed for offside, but then he gets in again and I need I've kind of not seen the one back when he, he goes down one one. One on one, but it, maybe I think I'd have been a bit soft if that had been awarded. Feel free to shoot me down and tell me otherwise, but certainly from our vantage point, um, it looked as if he maybe went down a wee bit easily. But you could, I think you could tell that there was a big moment in
1: Martin Boyle. Yeah, that, that, I think he has think that, that every game. Kinda, but,
0: yeah,
1: I think that's um, why you play him. You you don't want to risk him if he's not hundred percent. I think he he has maybe struggled a little bit recently with having such a heavy load since uh, since he came back from that injury because he's I think he's played. He's played a lot of minutes for for Nick Montgomery. He's played a lot of minutes for Graham Arnold in Australia. He's come back. He's um, you know you've had the cup games as well as the league games, mm-hmm. and you know it's I think we we said a few weeks back or certainly I I uh, I might have said this in in one of our analysis pieces that he's he looked a bit jaded at times. He just looked a little bit like I mean he was still you know obviously the effort was still there and you know that drive and determination, but you know today was different. I think he definitely benefited from that rest. And you know, just being able to, as you say, recharge the batteries and sort of help him go into the international break on a uh, on a positive. And you know, you can you can see him taking that form into um, into the Socceroos games as, as well. He's, he's an important player for them as as he is for Hibs. And yeah, I think you're you're right. He does he does have a big moment in him. Um, I think in in every game. I think he's um, and I think Derek McKinnis said this. Other managers have said it as well. He's the sort of player who you know if you can if you can put two men on him to, to try and keep him quiet then i think you'll, you'll you'll do that because he's he's just he can be the difference um you know between sort of one point and three points or one point and no points from Hibbs' point of view and i think he's been in the league long enough that the other managers will know is um you know know all too well about his, his threats and, and what he can yeah. what he can bring to the uh what he can bring to the side in a in a sort of footballing sense but at the same time um you know we we hear from all the other players what a big character he is in the dressing room and around the training center and you know i think if you've got a if you've got a boy who's 100 percent fit and, and happy, then you know that's probably going to rub off on the, the rest of the squad as well so i think it's you know he's obviously a obviously a key part of the squad and you know we've called him a talisman before and you know, he certainly is that but at the same time you know the other players can feed off that and you know that can that can make a big difference as well
0: yeah Just to clarify, if you've not seen any of um, Nick Montgomery's uh, post-match press conference, he did confirm that Boyle came through the game unscathed, uh, so he seems to be fine. Uh, He also did add, right enough, that if it was up to him, he probably wouldn't want him going (laughs) away with
1: Australia. But I think that's just the default position for a club manager. I think it is. It's understandable when it's a player like you know, like Martin. Like yeah like we've been saying he is so important but at the same time when you consider the injuries that he's had that have kept him out of um you know big tournaments for australia i think the asian cup a few years back and then obviously the, the world cup last year it's it's hard to it's hard to sort of deny him that chance and at the same time i mean it's you know it's martin Boyle. you're not you're not gonna be able to hold him down are you he's still, he's still playing the game, so
0: <laughs> even if it was in somebody's case i think he'd uh he'd uh, find a way to get himself there um yeah, I think that's all from us uh, post match today. Um, as I kind of alluded to earlier, um, we've got full reaction to today's game on the Hibs Observer website. Um, that's a reaction from ourselves, uh, from Nick Montgomery, and uh, also a reaction from Derek McInnes as well. You can watch his uh, post match press conference. I, think it was, I thought it was quite interesting on uh, how uh, his view of Hibs and how he wanted his command team to, to approach it today. Um, I thought that was quite interesting as well. So that's all on the Habs Observer website and on our YouTube channel. Um, So yeah, as always, thanks very much for joining us and uh, we'll be back again soon. Cheers.